2: Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And there we go. We got our our intro going, Cam. Oh God, it is it is yet another her cantina, full of mixed emotions for from yours truly Kyle Malone and uh like I already said his name I'm I'm joined today by uh Cam Cam only Mike is ditching us for uh, a business trip What's up Cam?
0: Nothing much. How are you?
2: I'm do- doing all right man. Hey, hanging in there. I am trying to get used to a uh a new mouse that I that I purchased on uh at Amazon Prime Day. Cool. And uh it's the Logitech uh G five oh two hero and it's got like you can add weights to the bottom of it and shit. It's 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 <coughs> nifty. It's mostly like my former mouse, which was from Steel Series, but it is a little different and the weights different. So yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. It has nothing to do with fucking star except it lights up like blue and green and red and you know, thanks to that's
0: George... kind of colors, yeah.
2: Thanks to George Lucas being fucking boor- boring half the time. Uh, that's all the lightsaber colors we have, besides uh, what's his name's purple and what's her name's white. But yeah, man, it's it's been a uh, uh, relatively slow Star Wars news week, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's, there's not been much. A couple of things that early on part of the week, but nothing staggering, you know. Um, yeah. Not a lot of rumors around or anything like that that you know we've not already covered. Yeah, so, but
2: that's that's fine because it, it gives us lots of time to go over two big things that did happen and, and potentially one one more th- thing. Um, we got some news on the acolyte, and then we got mm-hmm. some uh, news including those, uh, including the the screenshots, the the images of. We cover that. Yeah, the cover art. There you go. The cover art of the uh, Wave 2 of the mm-hmm. um, uh, Legends, Star Essential Wars Legends. Essential series, yep. yep. And I've got strong opinions on b- both, but it's your week to run the show, Cam. So why don't you go ahead and tell me where where you want us to start off so I can bring up a picture and
0: story. Well, I mean, us. we might as well start with a book, say the things which is closest to, to your heart, I think, rather than mine. Where um, did you
2: uh, send me the link to that?
0: Do you uh, Slack? <laughs> yeah, it's on your private. Oh, my,
2: my private one. Okay. Or yeah. Direct
0: messages here.
2: Got it. All right. <laughs> Just so
0: up. you can look at the pictures. Yeah, go ahead um, and chat. Yeah, so, I mean, this, this is obviously something that we talked about a bit more extensively last week, um, which was, you know, you had mentioned, you know, basically how pissed off you were mm-hmm. and that you'd got in touch with Michael A. Stackpole. Um, and he hadn't heard the thing about the, the, these books One of which is his Rogue Squadron uh, Is being re-released So today I saw that they had actually released The cover art for it um, And obviously I sent okay. that one to you Because I knew you would you would want to see it And you were talking about you know what they might do With the cover art and everything like that I remember mm-hmm. you were talking about that last week So I mean to be honest Let me have a look just now You know uh, um,
2: Screen up for everyone yeah. that's on uh, YouTube Yeah yeah if you're not on YouTube, you should be because we're doing more video, video stuff. So go to YouTube, hit subscribe, watch us there. If not, you got the audio only. We'll do our best to describe <laughs> them.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can't say I dislike any of those books. They're kind of that modern style. They're mm-hmm. all kind of similarly branded, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know you're kind of on brand in terms of the, the sort of what we call now legends or the older year. Um well, it's so there seems to be some connectivity, even though it's three different artists that, yeah. that are doing the pictures for these books. So yeah.
2: they it looks like they're trying to combine their their new canon kind of um title style with a touch of the old EU artwork on all of them mm-hmm. except for
0: well, Rogue Squadron. So yeah, it's a slightly strange one, but I mean what I mean, there's the thing. I don't know if you can bring that up. What did the old old squadron, the Rogue Squadron book look like? Was that oh, the yeah, one with just like the X-wing back. fighters mm-hmm. in the front? I think yeah. you had an image saved on the. I think we've used it for even. Oh yeah, we're we'll talking about the Rogue Squadron movie. Times,
2: uh, book. There we go. We've used it plenty of times. There's there's the yeah, traditional. Yeah. Uh, this shouldn't be there because fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the traditional, and there's the first four books. Mm-hmm. From Mike Stackpole's uh, uh, quadrilogy that you know kicked off the the uh, X-wing novels, he of course yeah. did comics before them. You can see some through th- throughout here. Um, you know, my biggest thing, dude, is just <laughs> look: Le- Leia, Luke, Han, <laughs> Char- characters that we've never seen in in canon before. And then Mara fucking Jade, dude, like, holy shit. I don't think people realize this is a big deal to see
0: her new art of her, right? I mean, mean, in terms of, yeah, I get why they go for the classic, you know, characters that everyone knows. But, I mean, if you're talking about that trilogy of books, Mara Jade's a pretty major character as, as that goes. And then... She becomes pretty important in the rest of the EU mm-hmm. that goes on after that because, of course, she gets together with Luke and they have babies and shit. So yep, exactly. Um,
2: and let's not not forget that in the current comic run, uh, we have seen Luke's hand and had the light lightsaber mentioned, which are key parts of this storyline. The 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 uh, mm-hmm. original Thrawn trilogy. Um, if as you see it here. Book three of the Thrawn tr- trilogy. That's right, guys. The Thrawn trilogy. Anyways, um I think we're getting ready to see Mara come into Canon. Uh they've been interesting.
0: I mean, yeah. that's a character that people have would have wanted to, to come in for a long time, but then what happened to her between whenever we well, do see her and yeah the Force Awakens. That's what I,
2: that's what I think they're gonna do is um i think she's gonna pop up in in a cartoon first i could be wrong we c- could see her and maybe something like a ahsoka we're not gonna get a straight up tr- translation of of the uh heirs to the empire or Thrawn trilogy. no
0: and i don't, no, I don't think we could do that now yeah. anyway but even if you yeah,
2: recast would... luke i still don't want it um
0: but i am i mean we now would be looking for something to do with sort of looks jedi academy wouldn't Mm -hmm. we in terms of what happened with him at the end of the mandalorian season two taking Grogu away Mm -hmm. um you know that's where i would like to see some more Luke skywalker and we've discussed before animated would be cool because then you could just use mark hamill um, uh, and then it would just be a case of sort of casting someone for the voice of of yeah. of Amara Jade if they decided to bring a character like that in it. Yeah, but it would be a kind of interesting dynamic to bring in to a show like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um I and- sort of maybe even some like they, they completely twist it and she's a Jedi pupil of some kind that looks that fallen for and that complicates things and you know, stuff like that. You know, that could be quite interesting. Yeah. Um if because you know they don't they're not beholden a kind of starting her off as being, you know, using the dark side, working with Vader and the Emperor, the Emperor's hand, or anything like that. You know, I, I just, I can't see them going down that route now Um, with, with a character. But, you know, it is possible to bring in a character called Mara Jade and still give her a lot of the same characteristics it, as, as the exactly. character in the book did have.
2: That's what I think is is basically go going to uh, happen, um, Interesting. I don't know if I agree, I agree with you yeah, that that I will happen. Yeah, this is why. Because, <laughs> <But> like <laughs> I said, like I said, they obviously released these books for a reason, and and we have we have theories on, and these are just theories, no leaks. It's just Kyle and sometimes Cam thinking. There's definitely some things that they're borrowing from here. Uh, in those comics, we mentioned the hand and the lightsaber—the lightsaber that Maz ha- had in episode, episode Seven. We know the Emperor was dealing with clones, and that this yeah, trilogy that's deals with clones. Kind of your, your and so, yeah, I, I, we also know that they released a Luke Skywalker heir, heir to air to the Empire tr- trilogy toy. I think if you see a Mara Jade toy come out, I think that's a a I think that's the guarantee that she is. Uh, That she is uh, coming to canon. I really But would they
0: not wait until they define a look for her in the canon Mm -hmm. before they release a toy? Would they release one, you know, based on the EU look? I think,
2: no, I think they'll release like a companion one to go with the... Luke Skywalker one, so it'll be this version of Or Mar-
0: I could see them releasing that just because they think this will make money, which I think it would. Yes, um, but it's also to use on canon. I
2: think they, I think they do, and I think the toy will. I think this has been a good, good test. They're gonna see how these next two, two books do, especially putting her <laughs> on there and see how much like uh buzz it, it dry, drives. And I, I do, man, I, I think that'll be now. You're, you are right; it could a hundred percent just be money and it would work and it would make them lots of money but i do do think uh i do think that they're they're watching closely and that we could we could definitely see them uh we could definitely definitely see marjay come over and it wouldn't be bad there's a lot of ways to do it but but we'll see now the the one that i of course wanna talk about the most is this this one right here, Rogue, Rogue Squadron. It is the plainest, most boring uh of the covers. We we have uh oh, pilot you. on there that might be Wedge. We don't know. It's very silhouetted. Um I don't know <laughs> I get two things out of out of this. One, they didn't wanna either they don't have Wedge's likeness or they didn't wanna use it. Um and two, I don't think they want to p- put a face on here to connect with anything other than this title, R- Rogue yeah, Squadron, for the movies. Yeah. So that's what I th- think is going on, which I think is even more proof that you, you and I are 100% on target that Rogue Squadron's not going to deal with any of the rogues that we know maybe... Where we wish Wedge would be like the Admiral A- Akbar of this situation. Yeah, just the but, fact
0: that we know that if yeah. this is set post uh, Skywalker, then you know Wedge was around. You know, um, and he was, you know, he was on that gunner at the mm-hmm. at the end. So um, you know, so he is around and could potentially, as someone with that kind of level experience, be someone that the new new republic i mean what the fuck is it now is right. it like you know the republic the third or something like that or right. whatever they end up with you now um that would have um they want to create a force to prevent you know whatever else is going on with the remnants of the First Order and stop this kind of happening exactly. again.
2: Exactly. And I'm down with that that movie. I'm down with that story. Like, you and I were like, you could take the- It's kind
0: the, of just the same story as the one- moving it up. That we had, but yeah. it's moving a trilogy on. And it, it, is. And it yeah. works because well the one thing you say that- that, it does work, but at the same time, it still annoys me that that's the end and not the end that we used to have because yeah. the old ending was better. Anyway. I, I,
2: I can agree with that. Uh, I just brought up the other <laughs> past uh, Alphabet Squadron books, um, and I think these might even be comic books from the, from the way it looks. I know this was at one point, yeah, cover, cover not final at, at one point, but this is the style that they ended up making the, the Rogue Squadron one. Again, I think just to to focus on that title and not so much necessarily – Who's
0: in it or, yeah. or anything That's what anything I would like guess. That. Whenever they bring out, you know, if let's say when the Lord of the Rings movies come out and they, they always do a re-release of the books at that point, and what are they going to do? They're going to use the images from those books. I don't think they quite they know they can't quite do that in this respect because the film won't be a, an adaptation of that book. I don't think it will be, but um, but I think by keeping it kind of generic. People are, you know, that aren't as knowledgeable as us are gonna pick that, and go, hey, that's that movie. I want this book must be good, and maybe pick it up and then probably wonder what the hell's going on when they're part way through it. Um, but you know, irrespective of that, um, you know, I think it's better marketing to do it like that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: It is, especially if it's it's what we're, you know, what we're thinking. And um look, look, guys. Everyone knows how how I feel about this book series. How I feel about the author and other books that that he's he's written. I I look at this 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 cover and I'm just I'm disap. Look, yeah, it's smart. Me, me, Cam and I are in agreement on what Disney is likely doing and why, and we agree that that's the smart business sense. But at the same time, again, as a as a fan. And as a uh, a a lo- long time Star Wars fan, I'm I'm disappointed Wedge's face isn't on on here, you know. Like I didn't expect any of the characters that uh, that uh, Stackpole cr- created to appear on it, you know. Like even if they do, I Jedi, I doubt. W- I, maybe we'll see a silhouette of Corran Horn and 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 uh, a lightsaber or something, but they won't do. Uh, um. They won't use the, the any of the artwork from from before, uh, which is funny because Mike Stackpole act- actually modeled for the imagery for for Koran Horn. So,
1: I mean,
0: do you think they could end up basically now adapting what was the EU and just replacing look we ray and doing it that way? Do you know what I mean? almost? I mean,
2: you kind of you kind of could, and look, I'm again that's not a hat. Ha- terrible idea with the right writers and the right right plan. You know, I
0: Yeah, except, you know, I mean, Paul Finn and Ray are not quite as iconic as Han looking and Leia were, you know, at the time. And that that's part of the charm of it. Do you know what I mean? For for me anyway. Um you know the Seagull trilogy didn't do enough to to make me really love those characters. I mean I like Ray, you know, she's kind of cool but mm-hmm. it's not particularly that interesting Finn's just kind of not that interesting to me and really poor I just felt like you get the least amount of sort of development at all in, in the sequel trilogy
2: yeah
0: <coughs> um, and that's kind of who we're left with the most interesting character 100% for that sequel trilogy is the one we can't explore anymore because it was Ben Solo and he's dead man you know,
2: very, very true.
0: It's not sure that was such a good idea now, but you know they wanted to do the redemption thing, and you know when things are that bad, you have to kind of give up your life to 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 redeem it as as the way they think about it, aka Darth Vader. But I think I would actually, in this instance, probably been it would be more interesting to see Ben stay alive but kind of not know what to do and how he redeem himself and kinda of watch that journey, but I don't think they could afford to sign Ben's uh, Soul's actor Adam Driver up for that long, probably. Uh, I don't think he would want to commit to something like that for that length of time, to be perfectly honest. With you it's yeah, probably I don't, something they couldn't do.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so either. I think the best things like honestly what I wish is that we could get some some ooh, look Disney, look Star Star Wars Del Rey. Lucasfilm, Cat Ka- Kathleen, anybody that, that will list listen, okay? Do some good books, please. Like I would read the fuck out of uh a Kylo Ren trilogy that takes us from his training to him uh to, to where we see him in the Force Awakens. I, mean, I so would read I. that trilogy if it was. But written
0: I think they're frightened well. to go there in case there's an opportunity to exactly. go there in some other way later on. That's the problem. That's because what kills all of their <clears> their books. If you write so a book much. and you make it canon, and then you bring a creative in to make a series about it, and they go. Actually, I'd really like to change some stuff. You've suddenly made your book non-canon, and then you're back to oh, sorry guys, but you know this is no longer canon anymore. Um, and I think that's what they're so frightened of doing um, at the moment because they're more focused on the visual medium, mm-hmm. whereas in that EU period there was nothing else coming in the visual medium. They couldn't, have, nobody can could afford to do that really. Um, so <coughs> instead, you know, it was that the canon was th- those books and the way it went. But, you know, I think that's why they've, they've then, for the book side, they've went to a completely different period, you know, in the High Republic so they can't kind of mess up any of the stuff that they really want to kind of touch that might attract the fans' attention. Just my theory, but I think that's basically what's going on. And I don't see that changing either. And as someone who prefers, I mean, I'm an avid book reader, but I'm not massive into Star Wars books anymore, because I think they're very rarely written for adults these days. um, Most of them, anyway. um, That I would rather see something probably done in the visual medium anyway, so I can kind of get that. Because for me, that's that's what Star Wars is more, you yeah. know, it's a it's it's a visual thing. That's just me.
2: Yeah, you know, it, look, look, I'm I'm never gonna be a hundred percent happy with everything that that they're that they're do doing, uh, g-
0: going forward. No. I
2: wasn't a hundred percent happy with what the EU did. I wasn't 100% no. happy with what George Lucas did. You know, Yeah, I agree, you
0: all three of them, yep.
2: And and I I love the fact that that you and I and Mike uh usually uh <laughs> we're able to to show show people cuz fuck, dude, you and I've been doing doing this show now uh g- going on 2 years uh from when it was just reviewing the movies leading up to Rising so Skywalk started off
0: monthly. Yeah. yeah,
2: and now now we we do this you know weekly, and and it's it's been a lot of fun, and and we 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 don't always agree, you and I. We don't always have the, the yeah. same theories. We we don't always have the same likes or or dislike. I I really <sighs> really like that about us and and this show because it sets us apart from a lot of the 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 outrage shows and uh, channels and the the people that sell clickbait sometimes legitimate clickbait like actually uh uh editing uh star wars official t- twitter uh uh page with photoshop for your for your thumbnail type cl- clickbait and your garbage for do- doing that um us we don't we we offer our opinions our our theories as as they as they come up and then we let you guys decide what you what you think yeah, based on that, you know? That's it. That's what it you know
0: for someone sitting listening to this show that um, you know, absolutely disagrees with everything that we say, that's absolutely fine. You know, everyone and I think this kind of leads us a little bit into the next thing as well, that Star Wars is especially these days, it's kinda whatever it is for you. Yeah, You know. And I think you to know degree, as an older fan to a degree what? yeah, to a degree. Yeah. But I think the, the balance that they have to strike is is not pissing off all the people that started off being fans, which exactly. I don't think is a line that they've, they've, they've straddled very well. Um, so far, anyway, Disney until recently. um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'm not one of these dinosaurs that says, you know, well, it has to be like this because yeah. that's the way it, it no. always was as well. You know, that that would kind of stifle the franchise as well. You know, that was fine when it was just George Lucas and he had the power to say, I'm not making any more. That's yeah. it. You know, yeah, that was okay then. It would be under one person's vision. But as soon as it went to Disney, you know, they knew they were going to make Star Wars stuff for the rest of the time, basically. You know, probably those will You know, at one point, I always thought, well, you know, When I die one day, I'll have seen everything Star Wars because, you know, George Lucas had finally got to make his Pico trilogy, even though I didn't particularly like it. And then they made the sequels and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to see these now. And then you come to that realisation that, yeah, one day I'm going to pass away and there's going to be more Star Wars stuff coming out that I've never seen before. It's just going to happen. It's going to keep going forever. Um, And in order to do that, they have to diversify it all. They have to get into, you know, use that sandbox and Mm -hmm. get into other genres. And interestingly, I think we're just about to talk about a Leslie Headland interview, which is obviously going to be the head writer, kind of showrunner, actually, I think, um, is the term, because Star Wars are still kind of doing it a little bit like that, whereas Marvel Mm -hmm. don't, Um, for the acolyte, you know, it's her pitch, it's her idea. Um, And, you know, she talked about how, you know, it is about what Star Wars to you, and then, you know, what, yeah, what excites she's... you about star wars and, and yeah. then doing that um but uh, she kind of also talked about you know what's the other kind of interesting aspects of it as well and how she kind of come in as a fan and i think actually she's very similar to you and i in mm. a lot of ways um or in terms of she me, says me anyway you know <laughs> she says. Um, That she kind of was a fan of the OT, maybe not as obsessive on the OT as Mm -hmm. as I was or or, kind of you were at the time. But then a little bit like you, you know, and and Nick, you know, at the time, because we've had Nick on a few times before the special editions kind of kind of hit for her. For
2: him. And then,
0: you know, she kinda, you know, went off it a little bit when the prequels came out because she didn't particularly like them, which is and then, you know. As she read up, you know, and started watching all the kind of Dave Filoni stuff, which, like me, not you, she yeah. kind of started appreciating some of that a little bit more. Um, yeah, at least the stories and, kind of, and characters. She would not read, the the, and then started reading books, and and blah 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 blah, and yeah. kind of got me into like, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because. I don't think we can talk about everything you talked about, but you no. can certainly, the main points I thought were most important, we certainly covered on LRM online.com. So yeah. And we can get that on there.
2: I'll bring those up in just a second, right after this word from our awesome sponsors over at Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Yay, so do that. Yeah, so let me bring up our wonderful whole share screen again. And talk about these uh, the the some
0: of some of the and, quotes you know,
2: and some of the things. It that was you so found long that I couldn't
0: yeah. I couldn't cover it all because she starts off with how she came into it, her love of Star Wars mm. and all that, and that would that's like a book. You you know if you want to read it all, click on the main link. So I don't think we can do that. You know, it's no. put a thousand, a thousand, fifteen hundred, and it's just copying quotes from someone else's. site exactly. you know, I, I would feel like there was no room for me to even talk on it myself. Yeah. Um, so I kind of picked the points that I thought were most newsworthy out of it um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of you know as you're showing on screen at the moment Um the stuff she, she spoke about about kind of creating the writers room and that's what I found was interesting how she went about you know she's got a pitch she doesn't have a script you know she's got right. a, this is what I, I want my show to be about I've got this idea in my head and this is how TV shows work and then she goes out and she hires a load of writers that she thinks are going to be good gonna bring something new to the table they all get in a room and they hammer out you know all these mm. scripts and stories or whatever uh and then you know they'll all be assigned a script to each once they've got a rough idea of where they're going and it's that person's job but but she still gets overview over everything you know she has to to see every script before it gets sort of sent through to Lucasfilm to um to kind of for final approval or whatever else you know you want to call it so it's still going through her and i know there was one part of this that you kind of picked up on and you were not the only fan to pick up on this because some people did in the comments as well Mm -hmm. and when she talks about hiring someone who basically never seen star wars before yes oh my god um see i have a completely different viewpoint on this from you yeah you give your point of view first of
2: all. Sure. So I I talked a bit of about this on the Daily Cog with Manny, and we 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 both agreed that it's awesome to have outside uh outside opinion, outside thought, uh, and that some IPs that can be in the in the writers' room, like uh, you know, when you talk about like a new show or uh maybe a a off of of something that's re- relatively recent, um, something that is not uh burdened by its past. And I don't mean mm-hmm. Star Wars is burdened by its past in a negative way, but dear god, could you imagine being asked to write a canon Star Wars story? How scared would you be, you know? Um, um yeah,
0: I get it. I get it. So, I mean, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But... So when
2: when I read this in- interview and she talks about this this one writer and and the the writer had never seen any Star Wars media, before entering yeah. the writer's room Which, this wasn't when like she does a...
0: say though was specifically the reason you know that and that she thought they were a good writer obviously right um was the reason she actually hired them and she does and talk about that
2: could be season two but i just i i feel that star wars has too much with it that to to bring in somebody that that green i mean look you have a cinematographer set designers, uh, character designers, makeup artists, uh, uh, pr- producers, d- directors you're going to go to. There's a lot of chances. And and all of those positions, I don't feel are necessarily as... Well, the artists, uh,
0: surely, needed would for have to knowledge. really steep themselves in yeah. that knowledge. But yeah, writing, I think uh, mm. That's important. I would agree with you. If this was a pitch from someone who wanted to do a Star Wars show and they themselves were the one that had never seen Star Wars. I think what Hedlund is saying is that she's a major Star Wars fan. She's around everything. So she's not going to let something go through that doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I'm just I mean... a drink.
0: At the same time, she's also, all the other people she's hired, you know, have got that sort of Star Wars knowledge and everything like that um, to varying different degrees. So she basically comments on how it's cool that this person can look at it from a non-Star Wars point of view and ask questions like, well, why do we do this? Why do we do that? Because it, she kind of feels that it keeps her on her toes and makes her think, well, okay, how would I make this accessible to, mm-hmm. to someone? That does this only work for Star Wars fans and make her look at it in a different way? And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing as long as you're over everything that person does and you're able to go, well, you can't do that. Yeah, you know and, that, that wouldn't work, and not just that that point. Because I, I do agree with you, there is a
2: way that it could work. I just don't see the the point in taking the the risk and also the op- optics, because we don't trust Star Wars right now, do we? Like in general, like every project that that gets announced and, and comes out, yeah. we're we're approaching with with caution,
0: trepidation. Yeah,
2: exactly. He and and this yeah, is just one of those. The
0: Mandalorian, yeah.
2: Yeah, this is just one of those Disney era red flags where they haven't built enough of a a oh. trust with us on, on their content. It's like your books mostly meh, some of them outright suck. And uh uh you've only got a few decent new canon books. Your comics, you started off decent with the first uh uh twenty five well, they did seventy some odd issue, but the first like two years of Star Wars was decent. The first year of, of Vader our first uh 25 issues of the first run from Vader was was awesome. But then it just starts get, getting repetitive and yada yada yada. And I know there were some decent st- stories out of mm-hmm. Vader 2 and Vader 3, but nowhere near as good as Vader 1 cuz it was fresh, it was new. You hadn't hadn't seen it yet and we got the introduction of Af- Afra and the two droids and and all that which was re- really cool and f- fun, but the th- they have not earned my my trust yet. They just mm. haven't, and and therefore I'm one of the those that's like at, at this point. If I'm Kathleen Kennedy, I'm calling, uh, Zon and being like, "Hey, you're good with the old old crew. We don't need them to to write scripts. We don't need them to take over necessarily for for Pablo, but we need a sounding." board. We need some experience. We need that's the type of like because of the position Star Star Wars is in right
0: now. That's it. Like then that yeah. should that not be I mean, given his new role, is that not kinda a little bit what they've got Dave Filoni doing now, just kind of keeping tracky things and, and, and making sure it all kind of ticks over you would think. sense. I mean I would I although he's not directly involved with the acolyte I'm guessing Dave will still get some input into it at some point the scripts are completed and get to get to put his he's kind of say in at some point and that. Um potentially even John Favreau as well, but I'm not so sure about that as, as Dave. Um so I don't know. I think I think we just have to deal with all projects, we just have to wait and see. What I would say is Leslie Headland talks a good game. Mm-hmm. Um and The content that she's covering is content that I am intrigued to see. Uh, I like the idea of a mystery, which is the way it's been described, a a mystery Mm. set in a period we really haven't seen before um, and kind of heavily potentially involving the dark side. That that does interest me a lot. Um, It really just depends now whether she can pull off a script that's that's engaging and, you know, that I'm interested in and what yeah. you see through to the end. And I, I guess we won't know that until <clears throat> until the show's out. And if it's really good, we'll probably never talk about the fact that, you know, they had a writer that didn't know Star Wars again. But if there's something we really hate about it, you know, and we find out that, that person wrote that episode, you know, we're going, we're going to go into them like a ton of bricks. It's it's mm-hmm. just the way it's, the way it's going to happen. So it's, you know, it's up to heart. As the showrunner, if you like, to make sure that it's that it's working, you know, it, it falls on her shoulders at the end of the day that that script goes in for filming.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I wonder who's going to direct it. She's not a director, Leslie Headland, mm-hmm. is she? No, so I wonder if, if they're about. going to just bring in like various different directors, like they did with the Mandalorian, or whether they're kind of going to get one person to do it all. Because a show changes a lot at that point as well. <laughs> they've talked a little bit about um this with the Marvel shows and how you know Michael Waldron who's writing the new the the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie anyway was talking a little bit about how there's a kind of pass the baton process. Right. You know, that he's the kind of quarterback when it's at the scripting stage because he's the head writer. But once, you know, Kate Heron got, got involved with Loki, you know, then it's it's like she's the quarterback now, but he's still on the team. Mm -hmm. you know and doing his part you know to to kind of just tick things along and make the changes that she spots and that she wants to go and it's this kind of collaborative process so there's going to be an element of that i would guess with whatever directors they bring in as well and what kind of visions that they have but then if 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 headland is showrunner rather than just head writer, which Waldron was, then perhaps she's got a say in herself, and who her kind of comes in and, and directs them, and they they follow the same vision as her. So, yeah. who knows? But it's it's definitely a project I'm intrigued to see more about. Well,
2: let's let's talk a, a little bit about. The the one the other controversial thing that that people brought up, which was uh, diversity and representation, and what Star Wars is. She, I think she makes a, a comment. Let me see if I because I want to quote her specifically. So I had the the AV a, uh, article up for for a minute on on um what you call it. Hold on. Uh there we go. Um, Paula. Okay, so. She she says, um, let's see here. That's too far. Uh, And and that goes for ideology as well. I mean, it's funny because a lot of the feedback that I'll get and and I use the term feedback very lightly. But when I do go on social media, the feedback is don't make Star Wars political uh, Mm. quote. And then she's like, I'm like and she's uh, making an inside quote. George Lucas made it political. Those are political films. No, he didn't. He didn't at all. I, as a matter of fact, Lucas is on oh. on films saying that these aren't political films. They're not contemporary commentary. Well, They're, they... you know, that's the
0: word you use. The right word there, contemporary political, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that's the difference. And we've talked about this before. Yeah, you absolutely can deal with. The politics as they exist within that universe, yes. the problems people would face, the kind of the different points of view that we, people would have, I don't think they necessarily always need to translate to current issues that we no. have in, in our politics right now. As if to say, this has got something to say for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, Star Trek was always famously did this because it it came down to pure morality. And that's at the end what, of the day, but Star that's what Trek, it was created you know, for. That's what it was created for. It was. It was it created was, the um, same way Marvel there's, was there's, there's for a lot contemporary of, commentary. There's a lot of... Um, sorry, my cat's crying. I'm just going right, to kill him. right. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, there's... <clears throat> I think that there is politics, you know, that, that do exist within Star Wars, which are relevant to, to, to what we have just now. Really, I mean, we could look at various different parallels that Probably influence George Lucas because as he's writing something which has got politics in it, he is going to be influenced by the politics of Earth because mm-hmm. that's what his frame of reference is. He doesn't understand the politics of alien civilizations. So he applies, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of the mm-hmm. same <coughs> issues that we've had over the centuries rather than sort of more recently and kind of applies them to, to Star Wars.
2: Exactly. And
0: so I'll it depends on. what what they do story wise. Obviously, for me, mm-hmm.
2: and and to to me again, and and look, uh, p- people will point out and they'll go, well, uh, EU fans will will generally point out and be like, uh, look, the Star Wars was in- incredibly di- diverse. It wasn't necessarily in in the movies, but but in the books, the games, and comics and th- things like that, it got very 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 diverse. Well, why wasn't it? diverse in 77 81 and 83 well they were film filming in in england which is very very white uh they were filming in england in the 70s and 80s which is wider than it is now and
0: 100 oh, yeah. you,
2: you know when, when you when you're talking about you you throw up a, a a casting call in england for for extras to put on imperial yeah. imperial uniforms or rebel uniforms what are you gonna get look that's just the nature of time and and human history and 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 uh, historical context. So when they say things like you know uh, we got we got to do do this that and and the other for for, for rep- representation, it's like look, you guys actually had a lot of a lot of that already. What we're we're not necessarily upset at mm.
0: at that. Well, I don't know. I don't I don't know if they they had. A lot of representation for, in, for different things, EU. but it That's was. That's what I'm saying. Like in, in the yeah in, in the, the EU, EU, I think yeah. there was more yeah. So um, rather than the kind of movies, but then right. you know, the movies almost feel like they don't have time to really get into that, uh, other than a few of the main characters. Right. And looks looks kind of completely ambiguous. You know, if you if you're talking something like sexuality, for example, yeah. and Headland talks about this example as well that she loves Matt Hamill's quote that if you if you think that Luke was yeah. gay, then he was, you know. Yeah. And that, that's and fine that's because fine. They've, never, they've never made a decision well, either way yeah. on that in canon. Not in the canon. The EU books and are
2: different. Not only
0: that, um, but, but look at... We're looking at Leia, the only other two main characters, and then the fact that they wanted to have a little bit of a triangle between them and Lando, do you know what I mean? Kind of mm-hmm. meant to make them straight. And we really don't have any other opportunity to, to see mm-hmm. anybody else's relationships in that. Original trilogy Because they nope. just not Not enough time To explore any no. Kind of secondary characters
2: Nope
0: um, The prequels Could have been Slightly different On that front But you know I mean they didn't do Even they a good enough been. job Of exploring yeah. the main characters And that's no. so why It's not going <laughs> to Stitch Lucas too Lucas far And giving playing... people Side stories And backstories and, and playing with His you know, technology all of that sort And of stuff. T- Yeah, Too um, much You know the actual Characters were, were Very much low On, on the scale On, on yeah. that trilogy and that's so I'm absolutely fine with you know if Headlin wants to include people that are oh, different yeah. from what the norm is and all like, that's nice. she's creating a story from the ground mm-hmm. up. She can have the characters do whatever the hell she wants characters to do ultimately.
2: That's what I think is, is the thing. So so for example, um I've often talked about how women <clears throat> while there's always room for improvement there's even room for improvement for for male characters be, being written today there's always room for for improvement however women won science fiction fight they they did i would say for for all intents and purposes that science fiction today for from books to to tv to movies and games Science fiction is fairly well diverse between men and women. Now, when we get to or orientation, colors, and things like that, yeah, we've got more to I don't, I don't, to go I don't know if I, I
0: read enough uh, modern books to be able to kind of judge that. No, I think, you know, I'm I, still too entrenched in a lot I of will, classics.
2: You, you might be. Uh, I'm not, not, and I will a 100- hundred. Percent assure you that things from ranging from Star Wars EU going in into Battle Tech go going into uh, individual IPs of course definitely way more diverse than an than an existing IP like a star or Starcraft book or a Warcraft book or something. But hmm. um, you look at the the movies. You know, you you start out in the in the seventies with with uh, uh getting away <coughs> from the Flash Gordon damsel in distress science fiction. You get start getting away from
0: that in the seventies. Uh, yeah, you know, Star Wars has got a bit of like Leia being bit of the damsel in distress. Even then, she's she's extremely capable. She's yeah. not your typical, you know. Like I always use the bad example, but they did it for a specific reason. Is Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, Willie Scott compared to um, Raiders of the Lost that, Marion? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Two yes. very different, different of Two types characters. of female yeah. characters, female characters, um, that they write in those movies, uh, and I think they do that specifically um, to kind of. To juxtapose one against the other, I suppose, yeah. in, in terms of making a sequel. Yeah. But if you look at Princess Leia as a character, she never comes across, all right, she doesn't kind of know her Jedi heritage and she doesn't get to be the actual kind of action hero as such, the way that Luke does. Mm-hmm. But she's an extremely, she ain't no damsel in distress, no. you know. As soon as they rescue her, She's like right on top of them. Yeah, you're she idiots, just some tools. You know, I mean, in the room. Um, you know. You know, how did how did you even manage to rescue me? I'm in charge now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And this is somebody that is used to being in charge, you right. know. And, and that kind of continues for the rest of her character's development right mm-hmm. through into the sequel trilogy, that she's basically the boss of the good guys, you know, yeah. I and mean? then so
2: and she that's did not, that in the
0: EU too. She became that's uh, not chief misrepresenting of state misrepresenting her yeah. character. I don't think in any ways. So what they could have done, for example, back in the days, they could have had some more female pilots. You know, um, for example, in the in the kind of run against the Death Star. You know, just um, yeah, <clears <clears throat> throat> but it, that would but have again. kind of maybe fixed it a little bit. But yeah. you know, at the time,
2: casting context, when <laughs> when and yeah. where, but. Those are side characters as 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 well in, in the those X wings, and when we got them, but that, that's when it's ones, important
0: though. It's, it's like it is. the side characters but make all the side characters look exactly the same. Right. you know?
2: Uh, again, con- context of when and, at when the same and where time, they filmed.
0: Though, there's 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 that from people that are less represented that they feel like. Oh, we've got tons of these side characters because that's where they shove right. you know that, people at me now. They give us the side characters, give us some main characters right. for once, you know I mean? so
2: that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. So you, you get the the seventies is where women start getting beyond the like I said, the dam, damsel in distress stress. By the nineteen eighties, you've got your Leahs, which are kind of transitional. You've got your Ellen Ellen Ripley's, which are, you know, just hundred percent certified badasses and then you, I mean
0: but she was quite rare though even for the 80s at the
2: time she, but then you yeah. get into the 90s and you start looking at as video video games grow and expand and the EU expands and, and you start looking at things in Battlestar Galactica in the early 2000s and you start looking yeah, at even uh, Lara Dark, An- Dark Angel uh, Laura Croft but, like the 90s is Buffy where the Vampire really Slayer. Buffy the va- vampire 90s is where not only now are are they uh badass co-leads like an L, uh well L, Ripley was a was a lead for She was definitely a yeah, lead in, uh, lead uh, in, in Aliens and and stuff but Alien you could kind of say she was like a co-lead but here you've got now yeah. you in the 90s like I, I mentioned you know Dark Angel Buffy th- things like that now you've got women headlining it okay and it only gets better for them, as, as we as we go forward, across all all of the mediums, and I'll kind of wrap up my my points on on what she says here about the the politics and what you said about uh, about the representation. Most people have no problem with representation and diversity on screen. If you do, you're a jackass. What most people don't like about what they have done. In Star Wars, and I don't know what she will do there. For all intents and purposes, she could figure out a way to beat us over the head with politics, contemporary politics, and us like it. But okay. generally, Ooh-ooh. in Star Wars, contemporary politics don't mesh because it wasn't created for that. That universe doesn't really, other than when you look at just the 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 films and you go, "Oh, I don't see enough uh people of color or women." It's like. Context, but if you look at the actual politics, the the galaxy, there's n- there's never any hints that that uh, women are different in in the uh, rebellion. They are in the Empire in the old EU, but not in the new Empire. Yeah, they, not, the, the not, Empire almost almost just good guys that just <laughs> I, it, look. The the Empire was way more evil
0: in in the EU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose, but you know, it was kind of that you know, what you think is a kind of American thing to do is, you know, the white British guys, the bad guy, you know, that's the way the Empire were in, in the kind of original trilogy, you know, they were all British and they were all white,
1: you know, and it kind yeah. of just
0: had that thing going, you know, it's that anti-imperialism type, type of thing. So, that's almost like you know you could say in some ways that's that's political itself. Whether that was Lucas's intention, still you look at that original trilogy try, and every imperial is white and British. I think and except that's, that's a couple of Americans creep into yeah. Jedi, and that's about.
2: Yeah, and I mean, look, it, it all it all comes down to 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 the this. Okay, it's what you said at the very very beginning one day you and i will pass pass away and star wars will likely continue on as far as disney's concerned they want it to continue yeah. on but like you you also said it's about balance it's about making sure you don't close the the doors and windows on the old fans and kick us out in the cold and it's like here here's your ot and your your uh old eu now get the fuck away cuz that's not <laughs> that's not right first off we're we financially support you more than than any fucking twenty year old uh, sequel trilogy fan does. I guarantee fucking it. money spent on merchandise, dice, tattoos, like yeah, God, well, they don't
0: get any money from but the but the, tattoos. No, so but fair. they get they advertisement,
2: uh, fandom. But on on the flip end, you can definitely create things. That's the that was the gr- great thing about the EU is it and comic books and Star Trek having so many different. Uh, uh, shows and the best thing about, about Star Trek is they don't just keep it on the Kirk bloodline or a Picard bloodline. You Deep Space Nine, Discovery, Voyager, Next Generation, originals. See, Star Wars has been missing out on, on that because they're so fucking got, got their their head shoved up Luke Skywalker's ass that you don't That's you true. don't even get the opportunity to show some potential contemporary co- commentary by getting the fuck away. From the escapism, because that's what it all co- comes down to, people. Uh, Star Wars, Ask George Lucas himself, was created for escapism, just as most it's, science fiction
0: was at that yeah, time. It's, it, it's fantasy rather than science fiction. A lot of science yeah, fiction Yeah, science fantasy, that time, science fantasy. Because science fiction at that time did have a lot of contemporary politics in it. I mean, you we know, looked at Logan's Run, things like that, yes. you know. But they didn't make a lot of money. The fantasy, um, you're,
2: you're, you're absolutely right. I, whereas fantasy was more call it. Yeah.
0: Pure, pure escapism, if you like. But even then, you know, fantasy's adapted over the years as well. So, you know, and people have enjoyed that adaptation. People have enjoyed fantasy stories that have mm-hmm. got, got a little bit more political and had a bit more of a message to them sometimes mm-hmm. as well and had a little bit more to say. And, and they and they can do do that good fantasy all, yeah. and good fantasy good sci-fi always has something to say um <clears throat> you don't might not necessarily agree with the message that's going across but if it's wrapped up in a really good story mm-hmm. that you enjoy reading you can, can can kind of go along with it as Absol- well absolutely when i would I'm... say uh, uh you know fantasized about being some sort of rebel or something like that mm-hmm. fighting the empire when i when i was a kid it didn't speak to me politically in that kind of way mm-hmm. um it was a kind of case of what was right and wrong but right and wrong as you grow older is very much a grey thing and you and I could sit and debate all day about what's right and wrong yeah. and only agree on a handful of points
2: and I think like I said said that's that's what it comes down down to is right now there there's a there's a group of fans that are like re- reverse gatekeeping like we let you in. <laughs> good. You know, the the, the, the good fans oh, that that, that didn't true. do gamekeeping. We didn't let them in. Nobody let them in. You know what I'm trying to say. We didn't – you and I never tried to keep any any fans out. The fans like you, I you and I. I. I
0: had a fence up. Uh, you know, I was saying get oh, off my I lawn. Did um, I didn't. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah, oh, of okay. course not. Um, yeah.
2: But, well, I mean, I was an asshole to DC, DC fans back in the day, and I'll admit to that. So, but – um. Oh, you and so I, I didn't I did see. we didn't keep any anyone out and we don't want to be kicked out like we're down for people to get new stories that that are different we're just asking that you guys don't for, forget about us don't forget what what came before don't and and create for your audience and this is the this is whether you like it or or not Star Wars is a split audience. It's generationally <coughs> split. It's either ide-
0: ideologically split. There's a yeah, lot of split. So, there. so, so much. I mean, every time you make a TV program these mm-hmm. days, everybody wants it to be a hit. You know, some of them yeah. I like, some of them I don't. So, and, and that's going to be the same with Star Wars. Exactly. And, and, and you need to you accept know, that and create like that's that. That's fine. I just hope, you know, that the majority are, are really well written stories that I've, you know engaging stories that i want to see come to their conclusion and you know i'll be happy with that i don't care if the main character i've said this before if the main character was an alien a, you know uh uh an asexual alien do you know what i mean who reproduces yeah. asexually or something like that do you know what i mean I, I don't care you know make it an interesting character Tell a good story about it and that could be the best character that they've ever created in Star Wars as far as I'm concerned yeah. you, you have no limitations no. Um, you know you have a, <clears throat> an well, entire you have a galaxy by the Skywalker of... saga <laughs> yeah uh, yes but not with this show not with the no. acolyte not with anything else you know you don't you know if you're talking about representation kill you know make make it a, an alien woman I don't know Think yeah, uh, and you know, a, a, t- a term that would work for you know the Star Wars galaxy or something yeah. like that. Um, it doesn't matter as long as we you know it's drama at the end of the day. Give her drama to resolve, yep. uh, make her a character that we enjoy seeing how she, he, or she resolves this drama and give us the cool shit that we like for Star Wars, which is, you know, if you're going to get into the dark side, explore it, explain Mm -hmm. it to us, tease us with some stuff that we didn't know, uh, and give us a few Easter eggs and, and things that, you know, could potentially set up things in the future, and I'll be all for it.
2: Yeah, I agree. <coughs> Sorry, I agree. Guys.
0: keep Coughing today, guys. Apology.
2: That's right. We're we're gonna wrap wrap it up, anyways. Cam, we're we're done for for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our biggest uh, uh, takeaways. The big new news this week: uh, Wave two of the the EU books and and Leslie Headland's uh, uh, interview. She also did mention uh, she almost dropped a date, didn't she? This is a little bit earlier well. than we thought.
0: Maybe? I think I she's know. being, I, I, I think she was using that date. She said something okay. about 350, I, I may get the date by all right, but said something like 355 years before Yavin. Oh, that she might be given like a historical context I think, for a Or she or was something. given just an example of okay. the way she was talking about it. Like, yeah, if we're, if, we're, if this character's, you know, and I think she was just given his example being able to give us the exact example she'd have been using in the writer's room. She doesn't want to Mm. give us too much information because, of course, 355 years before Yavin would really put us in that proper, into that High Republic territory that the books are covering at the moment. And although we could be wrong, but the the official blurb that came out said that towards the end of that period and into the the fall of the Republic period, Mm -hmm. so we think, or most people tend to think you're looking about 100 years before The Phantom Menace at mm. most maybe even 100. less than that um, potentially um, or you know you're 50 to 150 let's say, you know, would be a mm-hmm. ballpark figure anywhere around about there um, would probably that's where we think this show would be set so I, I, I don't think she's being accurate with that, I think she was just using an yeah. example that wouldn't be the exact Example, but we could be wrong. We could have all got it completely wrong, and it is set right back in the middle of the High Republic, but I just don't think so. Doesn't yeah. seem to feel right. It feels like the, the blurb saying that you know it was towards <laughs> the end of that period would, would preclude that date from being relevant, I think.
2: Yeah, well, anyways, everyone, with that. Please be sure that you are checking out LRMonline.com every single day for all of your entertainment news needs and opinions. Look there. There's Manny and I talking. We we cover everything guys. Marvel's Star Wars Clone High is coming back. That's freaking awesome. The Renter Guard uh, uh, da- David Harbour wants to see that ha- happen.
0: Uh, I, Book I would news. like to see that happen as well. That's they brutal. just
2: made a alternate uh, uh, Winter Hulk out of out of uh, J- Jennifer Walters uh, as the Red Winter Hulk, but anyway, anyways, um, in the comic books, uh, right, we we've got all this go- going on, guys. The Smallville animated sequel is ha- I look, LRM is on top of sh- shit. And not only are we on top top of stuff there. Well, we've got our outstanding YouTube channel, and on here you'll find – ah, that's loud in my ears. Uh, on here you'll find The Daily Cog, our daily show where we talk about everything in the genre-verse of entertainment news. Lots of lots of interviews. Guys, Corey Feldman, we talked to, to uh, Robert Duvall. Thomas F. Wilson, that's right, Biff, uh, was, was on LRM. Um, we've got all of that and so much more. So, we would love for you guys to hit that subscribe button, help us out, share us with some friends and family. And of course, wherever you get your podcast from, Spotify, Hi Apple, Google, SoundCloud is really great cuz they allow us to to keep pretty much our entire
0: backlog on there. And, and so if you want to ever go and like see what Kaylen Ke- and I thought of any Star Wars movie basically mm-hmm. ever made, they're all on there and Mandalorian season 1 and season 2. Um yep. Yep, very, very to to them. Yeah, very very in depth. very in depth.
2: The Cantina guys is the 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 Cantina reviews is not to to be taken lightly when we're going through the the uh the eleven live action films. Uh, no. Those those are very. I I don't know anyone that's broken those films down in conversation, like maybe by themselves, but not in conversation the way you and I did. So I hope everyone will go go give those a listen um other than, than that i'm at that home loan on twitter and i do a lot of the podcasts around here and you guys can reach out to me in comments sections or that they're on twitter cam where can people find you at,
0: at i am underscore cam on twitter as well hit me up
2: all right guys thank you so much for listening this week we will talk to you next time and may the force be with you